0: Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to this special Sunday meditation. I am Pastor Enzo Pellini, and it's truly a blessing to have you join us today on this journey of reflection and connection. Whether you're joining us for the first time or you've been a part of our spiritual community, your presence here is cherished and valued. As we gather for this moment of reflection, I'd like to share the reading for this new week. The reading for today according to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 13, verses 24 to 37, and we read But in those days following that distress, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, the stars will fall from the sky, and the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, people will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory, and he will send his angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of the heavens. Now learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its twigs get tender and its leaves come out, you know that summer is near. Even so, when you see these things happening, you know that it is near right at the door. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on guard, be alert. You do not know when that time will come. It's like a man going away Last Sunday marked the end of another cycle in the church year. Today we begin a new one. And what does the word cycle mean? It comes from the Greek meaning a circle, just that we have the Greek origin word bicycle, meaning two circles. Today we use the word cycle to refer to time, something that revolves and returns to its original point. We've reached the end of a yearly cycle, and today we commence another. In a few weeks, we'll also approach the end of another secular cycle, what we term the end of the secular year. And another year will begin. This repetition occurs both in the Church and in life. Similarly, at the end of the year, winter arrives in the Northern Hemisphere, while the Southern Hemisphere experiences summer. Following winter, spring emerges, and so on. All these occurrences are termed cycles, named cycles. And until when? Until the end of time. As Christians, we understand that though these cycles repeat annually, there will come a moment when they cease. The sun, we read in the Bible, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light, the stars will fall from the sky, and the heavenly bodies will be shaken. Does this refer to the end of the world? I believe it does, and when it will happen, we do not know. However, the reading then states, Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Does Jesus refer to the end of the world? We can say yes and no. Some Bible scholars argue that Jesus was specifically addressing events within the generation hearing his words. In this context, all these things refers to the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem, which occurred in 70 AD during the Judeo-Roman war According to this interpretation, Jesus made an accurate prediction about an imminent event, and this prophecy did take place. Other interpreters suggest that Jesus was alluding to events that would unfold in the future, in the last generation before his second coming. From this perspective, the term generation is understood more broadly referring to the generation that will witness the apocalyptic events preceding Christ's second coming. Some argue that the term generation doesn't denote a specific time frame, but rather humanity in general. In this sense, Jesus' statement might be more symbolic, indicating that The described events will occur at some point in human history without specifying a precise timeline. In summary, it's certain that there will be an end. It's certain that cycles will cease at some point, but this is all in God's hands. We do not know the moment. Some interpreted Jesus' words to mean that these events would happen in their time, but it didn't happen. Two thousand years have passed, and the end has not arrived. Some still interpret that it will come at any moment, and have even set dates in recent decades. With every global calamity, they want to predict that the end is near. With every world war, they claim that the end is near. With every disease or pandemic, they speak of the end approaching. And it is true, but only partially. In any case, these are signs that the end is approaching. However, only God knows the end date. In verse 34, it also says, But about that day or hour no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Not even Jesus knew when the end would be when he was prophesying. We don't know. What we do know is that the nearest end our own death is approaching rapidly, not centuries, but only years, and for some it was even less than years like our sister who passed away the other day. I read a post the other day asking where in december twenty one twenty three two thousand one hundred and twenty three, how many of us will be here in december twenty one twenty three? I believe none of us who are present, not us, nor our children, nor our grandchildren, perhaps. Everything ends. One cycle concludes and another begins until God decrees that every cycle ends. So, how then should we live life? We must live life in the best possible way but not the best possible way according to the standards of those who don't believe in God. They think enjoying life means emphasizing everything material and squandering wealth and health and even living a morally questionable life. We can only truly live life well if we make peace with God. How do we make peace with God? By starting to live in a relationship with Him. It's not enough to say that one is a believer or a Christian. We must cultivate a relationship with God, create a dependence on the Word of God and the Church, build a friendship with God, draw near to Him, try to communicate with God, have a daily conversation with Him, confess our sins and ask for the strength we need to live life. In this way, will allow Him to enter our lives and let Him work with His power in our lives. Be alert. What does it mean to be alert or awake? It means having fellowship with God. We don't come to church in order to be Christians. We firstly are Christians, that's why we go to church. There is a significant difference in this statement We are ready and prepared for the encounter with God if we maintain a relationship with Him, whether it's most likely soon when the Lord calls us from our lives, or exceptionally when the end comes and finds us alive. I read a phrase that said, Is prayer your steering wheel or your spare tire? Similarly, is being a Christian or going to church For you, like a steering wheel, something that is an integral part of your life, or it's your spare tire that you use when you need it for some service. If you let it go, your fellowship with Christ, your whole being will drift, like letting go of the car's steering wheel on the highway. Being prepared means holding onto that car's steering wheel, which is our fellowship with God every day of our lives. If we keep being a Christian stored away like we keep the spare tire, only for when we think we need God, it's unlikely that we are prepared for when God calls us. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back, whether in the evening or at midnight or when the rooster crows or at dawn, if he comes suddenly, do not let him find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to everyone, watch. That's what Advent is all about, reflecting on whether we are prepared for the second coming of the Lord, remembering that he already came once and is soon to return. Let's ask God to grant us the wisdom and courage to walk in His ways so that our life on earth may be a joy and a blessing, trusting in peace as the song says, leaning on the everlasting arms of the Lord Jesus, living comfortably and with God's blessing, prepared for when God comes to take us whenever He wants. I wish the peace of God, which ascends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. I wish you a fantastic week.